Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Hello and welcome to the Creative Control Podcast. I'm your host, Kenan Ackbler, and thank you for joining us for episode 14. This week, we're going to discuss the Thundercats movie, what we would do with it, and who would we cast. Uh, joining me for today's show from the Creative Control team, we have Sasha, Neil, and Alex. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so as I said, today's episode is all about Thundercats. Um, it was announced by Deadline on the 29th of March that Adam Wingard, director of Godzilla vs. Kong, would be taking on the big screen version of the hugely popular 80s cartoon. Uh, his original run was from 1985 to 1989. Uh, that's when I fell in love with it. Uh, I was like eight, eight years old uh, by the time it finished. Um, then in 2011, we got a reboot from Cartoon Network, but it was cancelled after one series and 26 episodes. And that was actually a really good seri- series. I was really disappointed that got cancelled. Um, and then in 2020, we got the Abomination Thundercats Raw, and we're not even going to talk about that. Um, and then in, back in 2008, there was this really popular fan-made trailer um, done by someone who had Brad Pitt as Lion-O, Vin Diesel um, as Panthro, Hugh Jackman. Uh, and stuff like that and it kind of did the rounds and it kind of gave an idea of what it might look as uh, like a live action but um it was announced that this is not going to be a live action it's going to be a hybrid of cgi and animation and it's going to actually use the animated series the original one from the 80s as a jumping off point so before i kind of wanted to go into a little bit i wanted to they deadline actually did an exclusive interview with the director and um i was always super cautious about a Thundercats movie and what it might look like and you know the aesthetics of it all and after seeing Cats you know come out like last year I was like oh my god this is what it could look like so um, I just kind of want to touch on some of the interview stuff that um, Wingard actually spoke about um, and it kind of sets it up so Wingard said Thundercats is a dream project for me when I was in high school I was obsessed with it you think at that point I was too old that my years of obsession with Thundercats would have been when I was six years old my real obsession with Thundercats came in high school, the pinnacle of deciding um, I wanted to be a filmmaker and pushing in that direction. I actually spent most of my 10th grade year, I completely blew it. I didn't pay attention in school, made terrible grades. And the reason? I was writing Thundercats screenplay through my entire 10th grade year, and I was handwriting it. The screenplay itself ended up being 272 pages long. I still have it. It's one of those things where I would carry on in my notebooks and talk about it. I didn't even realize the kids in my class were making fun of me as they were questioning me about my Thundercats screenplay. It was only one day my friends asked me and I was excitedly telling him all the things about my Thundercat screenplay. And I heard him turn around to say some of the girls in the class, these were girls I had crushes on. Um, he's making fun of me for writing Thundercats because it was ridiculous. Uh, but that was the first moment where I thought that maybe I would not be able to make a Thundercats movie. I thought, am I crazy for obs- obsessing over this? Is it something that I can do? As it turns out, when you're a kid in Alabama with no resources or connections to filmmaking, it is impossible to make a Thundercats movie. But flash forward 20 years later and here we are. I'm in a place where Godzilla vs. Kong has gone down really well with Warner Bros. And uh, they love the movie as we were wrapping it. I heard there was a Thundercat script out there and it happened to be set up with some of my producers on Death Note. I asked them, I want to write, uh, rewrite the script in my, with my friend Simon Barrett. This is a huge passion thing for me. Nobody on this planet knows or has thought about Thundercats as much as I have. 
They gave me the reins. I saw it as an opportunity to do a new type of fantasy sci-fi spectacle film that people have never seen before. It's got a rich mythology. The characters are fantastic. The colors. I want to do Thundercats film that takes you back to the 80s aesthetic. I don't want to reinvent the way they look. I want them to look like Thundercats. I don't want to do it in live action either. I don't want it to look like cats. <laughs> um, I don't want those kind of issues. It's like no disrespect to the director. Um, I want to do a movie you've never seen before, a hybrid CGI film and add a hyper real look and somehow bridges the gap between cartoon and CGI. That's the starting point. And Simon Barrett and I get into the script now. So that to me was hugely positive. I was like, this is a super fan. He gets it. He understands the characters. He understands the world that they built in those animated series. Um, Sasha and I spoke about it like after it was announced, and Sasha said, "I want to see it like Avatar," you know. And I'm going to let him talk about it a little bit more about that. And I was like, "That's that's genius. That's exactly how it should be." So, bearing in mind, you know what he said. Um, let's each get your thoughts on the movie and how they think they're going to set it up and. Are they making the right choices by going the CG animation route? Or actually, would you like to have seen a live action version of it? A bit more fantasy, maybe like Lord of the Rings style, you know, or, you know, with creatures and stuff like that. So, um, Sasha, I'm going to start with you. What are your thoughts? Yeah, live action, no, no. Well, hybrid. When I say hybrid, as in the way Avatar was filmed, the way the Jungle Book was filmed, that is the way to go. Um, that way you mocap everything everything looks seamless rather than composited where you get like fake you, you, do you know what i mean like avatar is flawless the jungle book is flawless in its cg because you're not um you're not taking something live and you're not putting it against green screen and yeah. it's already in the it's already in a cg environment so and the the look of it would look hyper real anyway judging by those films and if there was anything that you filmed live action you can augment pretty easily in cgi making it making it seamless also it's a cost effective way because that technology's only gotten cheaper with um you know stuff like lion king and jungle book you know being made and stuff and thundercats would be a really good ip to push that technology further and depending on what james cameron's done with it on these five avatar films that's only going to bring down the costs to make it more cost effective to do more epic shit with the thundercats ip so that's how i would film a thundercats film aesthetically in terms of like the idea i had before this guy came out with his idea which sounds amazing by the way because he's having the kahunas to go no we're we're we're, we're jumping our jumping off point is the og show mm -hmm. that's that's some big balls there and i wasn't even gonna go there um but i'm gonna stay true with what i was what i was gonna do with how i thought i would go about it i was really impressed with the um not thundercats raw the reboot before that 2011, yeah, 2011 cartoon 2011 reboot yeah they got that's how you reboot thundercats as a film as a film and that was a cartoon i mean i like the idea that okay here's the thing i always felt a bit weird about that he was a 14 year old kid and then all of a sudden he grows and then fucking chitara's checking him out and stuff and you know what i mean it works for an 80s cartoon not so much in a film but you know what i mean and you guys know exactly what i'm on yeah. about there yeah. and the thing and the thing is the thing is i felt what they did really right in that that uh reboot reboot mark the point two o version mm -hmm. was that they had the characters right. They pulled enough of homage as well to stuff that had gone before. I'd do the same thing. For example, for the king, I would get the original OG Lino to 
reprise that role mm -hmm. and voice him. I would, I'd use that. I'd use that as my stepping off point. I tried to adapt kind of that first season mm -hmm. kind of thing as a movie, maybe not all of it because obviously there was like filler episodes and shit yeah. like that. But I definitely do the first 20 minutes, the fall of Thundera mm -hmm. as a kingdom. Um, I like the whole fact that like, you know, technology is like this mythical shit and stuff. Yeah. I like the fact that, um, you know, Momra and, Jackal Man and all of that were actually lieutenants and mm -hmm. they're, they're actually different races and stuff across the planet of Third Earth, if you know what I mean. And I like that. I, I was like, I was like, you know what? This has made this kind of fantasy, kind of sci-fi, and it still had its outer space links, but that stuff you could bring into, or, or a better writer could seed into this. But I think the way they did the groundwork for that show was how you reboot it, keep it keep it contained in a way mm -hmm. and cover more ground for that first film. Definitely have Panthro be like this general guy that's been gone that they bump into in the Thundercat tank later on. Um, and then the first, the first film bad guy, bad guy should be the Lieutenant. You know what I mean? Like Monroe's like the emperor, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So hold him was, back. Yeah. So you're holding back. So basically whoever the Lieutenant is in the first movie, was it the, was it the Toad guy or was it Jackal man or yeah, probably I can't not. Yeah, Sly. is it Sly? Sly. Yeah. Sly. So, yeah. So he would be, he would be the big man of the first movie. Mm -hmm. Obviously Monra will do his thing like he did, you know, in that thing originally, mm -hmm. but obviously once they did the fall of Thundera, Monra's, you know what I mean? He's like later on and, you know, you've got Smythe's army and shit. You know what I mean? Like they, they made him like a general and he had an army and shit. So I basically make that. And then by the end of that, the end shots kind of like that fellowship of the ring shot where they're like, no, we must like go confront like fucking, um, Mamra. you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like that kind of shit. And they're, you know, the gang's all there and next film and next film will be mm -hmm. Jackal Man and then next film will be that. And then you could probably interconnect stuff where, you know, like there was a, uh thundercats movie where they had other th like new thundercats like there was like a yeah, yeah and there was that guy that looked like tigra sorry Pumra. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And maybe they join up with those guys and stuff you know what i mean like so you could open this up like so much as a as a trilogy and do do it on a level of like yeah. lord of the rings and shit yeah and, and, I, I, see, I see your point because you know the original cartoon it was very much they left, uh, left, like, left a dying planet and they were obviously cryogenically uh, frozen and um, something happened with the pods or something like that. And, yeah, yeah. Linus pod dust. Yeah. yeah, and so obviously his body aged, but obviously the mentality didn't. And and something we just spoke about before the podcast started, you know, Alex said, you know, it's kind of touched on in the first few episodes, but then it was kind of just forgotten about. And he was just like, yeah, he's just, he's just Lino now. That's it. Just crack on. Mm -hmm. You know, so it didn't really play into that much later in the series. But um, yeah, with the new reboot cartoon, there was this whole world. He was the son of a king. Uh, Tiger was his brother. And there was yeah, the stepbrother. And that was and that was really cool. I love that yeah. dynamic because it, yeah. it enriched the characters. Um, and that was the thing. Lino, Tigra and Chitara were our young leads. They're mm -hmm. our young players. You know what I mean? And everyone else are kind of like, you know, Jagger's the guide. Panthro's the warrior, you know what I mean? It's kind of like they're, you know, this myth, misfit crew kind of thing. And then you've got Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat, who aren't actually part of the crew, but they end up, their stories intertwine, and I really like that. 
You know what I mean? And Schnarf not being, you know what? That took, a, that took a bit of a while because I never had a problem with Schnarf the first time around, but that's probably nostalgia with me. So Jerry's <laughs> out on whether I make him talk and shit. But yeah. Um, yeah. in terms of the cast, in terms of the cast, I would have I no, definitely. No, we'll, we'll come. We'll come back to the casting. We'll oh, shall we come back? back? Okay, cool. You guys go go ahead. Yeah. Then. So, Alex, what was your thoughts on the movie? And you know, do you think it's the right direction, or would you do something different? Well, scarily, I'm like in. It's almost as if like me and Satch are like on exactly the same uh, mental <laughs> yeah. As soon as they said like CG sort of um, animation type thing, I immediately thought, okay, well, if you're going to go hyper real, you've got to go Avatar route, which obviously mm -hmm. Satch already mentioned. And I'm in total agreement. I've actually, you can actually get the first episode of the original series on Amazon for like 10p. So I just actually rewatched that. <laughs> <laughs> and the reboot series, which I actually enjoyed, really enjoyed the first time around, is like about six or seven quid as well. So I've just rewatched like the first couple of episodes of that. Mm -hmm. I'm in total agreement. I prefer like the reboot version in terms of, of things, yeah. like updated, the story, the mythologies there. You know, in the original series, you know, you kind of forget, but like literally the start is okay, they're on the ship. Yeah. But they're basically just like Krypton style, just blows up straight away. And like, uh, okay, we don't know nothing about. And Jago's like piloting the ship and then he does like an Obi Wan and like disappears. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, all right, they go in the pods. They don't even actually even really suggest that like there's a malfunction with Lino's pods. Yeah. Just a voiceover just sort of says, well, you know, although it slows the aging, some aging does take place. It's like, okay, so everyone, no one else ages except Lino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. okay it moves the story forward i guess so i yeah i'm such i completely agree that the reboot series the mythology was there i love same thing the sort of dynamic of tigra being like the adoptive older brother mm -hmm. so really you know should technically would have been in line sort of like um for, for king mm -hmm. and so obviously lino's born and son is like, okay well he's obviously you know blood so therefore he's sort of right side swiped and, and lino's gonna be the king um yeah well, i love all that stuff again i don't know if i was subconsciously thinking about this when we were going back to our master of the universe um yeah but like again the idea of like technology is like a myth mm -hmm. and so like different kingdoms on the planet have different levels of technology and this kind of yeah. stuff so yeah i'm i'm certainly would aim more towards a reboot personally although obviously I know the director's saying he wants to go back back to the 80s style, so whether they're going to sort of mix and match stuff with the mythology or whatever. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm much more on the the, re, the reboot from 2011. Um, cool. Myself. Neil, what about yourself? I We are in total agreement. With <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... I think this is a first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm like... We're literally thinking about it, and I'm like, okay. In my head, I'm like picturing Avatar... And I'm just like, yeah. You can just like, all right, you just you, you you alter little bits, but it's like, okay. Essentially, when they land on Third Earth, you know, it's jungle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's jungle yeah. terrain, there is caves, there are mountains, mm -hmm. all sorts. You got the desert plain. Mm -hmm. I'm like, listen, I don't know if I don't know if if James Cameron secretly was like, yeah, you know what, let me set up. Transform. Let me set up Thundercats for these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just make sure the technology is right for them. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, I'll make I'll make five Avatar films just to see if there's a Thundercats. Coming. Yeah, just to get the technology right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm exactly the same as you guys. Um, I think that is the best way to go for the aesthetic of it. 
Um, I'm excited that he wants to have it in the same um, style and the colors of Thundercats because that's what really made the cartoon pop at the time. And yeah, that yeah. theme and that theme tune, they gotta have the theme tune. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm the same. I wouldn't necessarily use the original cartoon as a jumping off point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are those of our age. Um, you know, you're gonna know Thundercats, but you're not gonna remember all the characters and all the episodes and the kind of the journey they went on necessarily. So it's not like you can just continue from where it may be left off. Um, uh, unless they kind of do like a recap at the beginning of like, this is how they've got to earth and, you know, they're establishing them there. But yeah, I would take the look of the original, but use the story of the reboot. Um, mm. and, and that's kind of how I'd merge it too. So same with you guys. And like Sasha, I agree. I think Mumra needs to be held back. He needs to be someone who's kind of in the shadows. And, you know, if you're going to turn this something into a franchise, I would almost see this as if you, if you look at something like what Marvel did, you could almost make the movies about, um, the villains trying to get artifacts, which is going to help Mumra, um, be reborn or something mm. like that. So they can go on, you know, so he's sending out a ballot guys to go get quests to get this artifact. And obviously Thundercats are trying to prevent that because they don't want him to become the all-powerful. And, you know, you can have that as a little bit of a theme maybe running through the movies and stuff like that. So, um, uh, yeah, I think, like you said, we're all in agreement in terms of what we want. I think we're excited about what the director has planned and, you know, the way he's going to go about it. Hopefully he's going to be given the access to the technology that he wants and the time and the resources, you know, to do this because, you know, we've never had a big screen version of Thundercats, you know, and, uh, you, you know, now you've got to get it right. You know, we've had so many other 80s cartoons which have been hit and miss with audiences. You know, I think for the majority, most people really love the first Transformers and it kind of went off the rails a little bit. Um, and then they're really off the rails and came back and, um, you know, so, but in the right hands, if you look at something like Bumblebee, that was, I thought, treated so much better in terms of a you know transformer movie in terms of the characters and the aesthetic and all that kind of stuff so it is really about the story and you know um how they're going to treat the mythology like we've spoken about so right well let's just go into start casting um so what i thought i'd do is i'll go through some of the characters and we need to give who we would sort of like cast now you could come in a couple of different ways so it could be a case of um they're going to be cg mo-capped or if you're just kind of going for the voice, you know, depending on which way they go about it. So I've kind of done a little bit of both um, and I've kind of maybe given a couple of options for each one. So I think we have to start um, with a leader, Lino. Um, I've got two, and I went slightly older, um, but I was trying to get across where if I went sort of like maybe for the more immature side, mm-hmm. um, I might have gone for like Chris Hemsworth um because he can still be demanding and have that presence if when he needed in battle then if i was going more slightly older and more militant i thought maybe someone like henry cavill um because i think he can play the vulnerable side and the aggressive side so that's who i had for lino uh neil what did you who did you have uh i too had chris hemsworth right <laughs> But I think what I had, because I think I mentioned before we started the podcast that I was torn because I said, is it going to be a thing where he starts out young and mm. then turns into the old the adult Lionel? Yeah. Or is he just going to maintain his age? And I thought if he starts out young and then turns into an adult, then I think Chris Hemsworth should be him as an adult. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple, because he's got, even though he's an adult, he needs the childishness yeah. 
Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, Hemsworth's comedy chops are, are, are magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Uh, as as the younger Lionel, because I thought I wanted someone who l- looked like they could theoretically grow up to look mm-hmm. like Chris Hemsworth, but at the same time, if they were going to stay that age for the entire length, mm-hmm. then they look kind of old enough as well. They're not 14 kind mm-hmm. of thing. Was Josh Hutchinson. He's in the Hunger Games. Games, Right, yeah. yeah. He's in a show called Future Man as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, him. He was, yeah, he'd definitely be the guy. (laughs) Okay. If I was going for the younger, I'd probably go for someone with the star power like Tom Holland. Um, If he can show sort of like a kind of vulnerability. But if you've seen Cherry, you know, he can really, you know, be dramatic as well. And, you know, from a mocap point of view, you can make him any size. It's not about the size um, for a mocap performance. But um, I think if I was going younger, then that might be my choice. Um, Alex, who did you have for Lino? Uh, I also had Chris Hemsworth on my list. Um, And I was just, I was trying to think of like the sort of qualities that I was thinking about for for my Lino. And I, for some reason, I had I kept getting like an image of like sort of Superman kind of qualities, and like mm-hmm. he's got his um, like, his moral center, this mm-hmm. kind of stuff, which started getting me thinking about Tyler Heckland, who's the Superman in the new yes. Superman Lois show. Yes. I'm not around the, the the title is. Um, so he was another possibility, and then thinking about that also then got me thinking about. Um, I didn't watch all of the seasons, but of the Supergirl show, there was the guy that played Jimmy Olsen. I think it's uh, McCard Brooks. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Olsen in that, he's again, he's got his very sort of um, sort of moral centre, sort of, you know, fighting for justice, that kind of stuff. And I just kind of thought, I don't know, if you wanted to go yeah, a lesser known name and, you know, that he could do, do something nice. with it. Okay. So Good show. My, my three. Sasha, who do you have? I don't. I don't. I, I literally don't. If I was doing Thundercats for Lino, because because I said quite clearly which iteration mm-hmm. I would have went down, I want a young, unknown cast, kind of like how they casted the Power Rangers. Okay. The recent Power Rangers movie, when you look at that, they cast the best talented actors mm-hmm. for the room, because in the room, because what they did, even though not a lot of people saw it or whatnot, if you did watch Power Rangers... They acted really well mm-hmm. with the material they were given. That when Elizabeth Banks came in, she was in the wrong damn movie. You know, she thought <laughs> she came to do the fucking show, you know? And, <laughs> and these kids were like giving the performances of their life, man. And I was just like, wow, how different is this, you know? But um, I would do that. I would get three young leads Chitara, Tigra, Lino complete unknowns probably mm-hmm. like a tv you know that's done some tv maybe some movies you know what i mean that aren't a big name and stuff and i cast no that trio as my as my leads kind of thing mm-hmm. um and i will save the rest of the cast uh wiley kit and wiley cat as well that would be the same way i'd approach yeah, them as well yeah. um but for the you know for the rest of the cast people like um like um What's that? Um, Jaga, Mamra, uh, Panfro. You'd go um, with more names, would you? I would go with names for those characters. Cool. All right. We'll come because, back to those. Which ones. will come to those characters. Cool. But All that's right. what I would do. Um, okay. So for Tigra, um, I had uh, Hugh Jackman. 
um, or James Marsden. Um, those are the kind of two names that I went for. I thought um, just if you listen to the voice of Tiger and like he is someone with a lot of reason, um, a lot of uh, like knowledge and thought. And, you know, um, I just thought Jackman could really bring that to it. Um, and, you know, he can bring that physicality if you think of the Wolverine, you know. So um, he was probably my first choice. So, um, uh, Neil, what, who do you have for Tigra? I actually had Liam Hemsworth. Oh, okay. Going to the brothers, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, going to the brothers. But the reason being as well is I thought in my head, I was like, what would be better than the dynamic of starting out with a young lion who kind of looks up to the older Tigra. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if it is the iteration where he becomes an adult, having it that it's Chris Hemsworth, who is the older brother older to brother. Liam Hemsworth. I was yeah. like, they already have a, a level of dynamic yeah. because they're actually brothers. And I was like... Mm, that'll put some magic on a, on a little bit of a of like you know the unspoken rivalry. Yeah, like there's there's a magic there's an untapped magic there. Yeah, I like that. That's really good. That's good. Oh, nice thinking. Gone in depth there. I like it. Uh, Alex, who do you have? Uh, sorry for Tiger. I had uh, two options. I had either Ben Barnes, who oh, ben Barnes. was. Um, what I'm trying to think of, well, the latest thing I saw him in was um, obviously the bad guy in the Punisher series yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. or Luke Evans. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was, again, I was thinking of similar lines of Neil, again, going back to that reboot series of the older brother. Mm-hmm. But yeah. In that series, he's very much got sort of um, bit of entitlement to him and his character he's a bit sort of cocky and so i just thought those two actors especially you know you've got evans just like you know sort of gassed on and that sort of over the you know not saying that he needs to be that sort of over the top but he's got that sort of bravado and that sort of um sort of cockiness about him like entitlement so i just kind of thought yeah, yeah. you might be able to do something quite right, interesting. nice nice uh so for for chitara i had uh, margot robbie um or Rosario Dawson. So they were my two picks for for them. Um, Margot Robbie, I think, you know, if, the way that she's just reinvented that Harley Quinn character for the big screen. Um, uh, you know, she is that kind of um, idol in that. And I just think she could kind of bring something to that role. Rosario Dawson, just what she did with like the Mandalorian and stuff like that. And she's got great physicality about her. Um, and so I thought, yeah, either of those could do a, do a job on that. She's done some voiceovers. I'm sure she played Wonder Woman in some of the DC. Yeah. Yeah, DC, uh, DC animated. Yeah, exactly. So she's got that. She's got the voice acting jobs uh, for it as well. Uh, Neil, who'd you have? Copying my homework, dude. Because <laughs> 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 I literally, I have both of those. Nice. But I had the person. Uh, I, I mean, technically, I'll put Rosario doesn't in anything. <laughs> but um, no, I did think Margot Ruby. And the other, the the other, the third one was Zoe Saldana. Yeah, yeah. Because I think A, she's done, she's done mocap with Avatar. Plus, yeah. you know, I mean, like Gamora. Yeah. I mean, it'd be hard to go wrong. Yeah, no, it's a really good shout. Yeah, definitely. Um, Alex, who do you have? Uh, Olivia Wilde for me. Oh, yeah. Nice. 
don't know why. It's just the only only choice only choice I had. I didn't have any other options. Okay, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Good shout. Good shout. All right, we'll we'll jump uh, and do a couple of the other ones, which um, uh, Sasha's going to do the un- uh, unknown. These two I went more slightly unknown. Um, I went for uh, for, for Wiley Kit. I went for um, Abraham Attar. Um, he's not that well known, but he's uh, as I think he's in Beast of No Nation. Um, to get that right hang on oh wait is he no he's not the kid with the long hair is he piece of no nation yeah so he was a young he was the young boy in beast of no nation so um he's what i went for because i thought he was phenomenal in that he's um he's he's young he's only like 19 years old um but he could play even younger if he needed to be especially when it comes to the mocap and the voice acting so um i thought he'd be great and then for for white cat i went for joey king um she's an up-and-coming actress um she was in probably the most noted thing that she's probably done is uh, the act um this small mini series where she plays oh, the daughter yes. of someone who is yeah exactly i thought it was a fantastic series uh and uh yeah i just really like about her i think um she's in a few movies like the kissing booth and stuff like that so but yeah i just thought she could bring some real uh, light-heartedness to that role um as well so uh, and we were talking about Snarf earlier. Um, Alan Tundik. I, I don't think there could be anybody else for that. Um, I mean, that's just nailed on. Uh, so that's who I had for those three characters. Uh, Neil, who do you have? I had, let me see. All right. So for, who did I have? I had, um, for Wiley Kit, I had uh, Gatton Matazaro. Dustin from Stranger Things. Ah, yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> and for Wiley Kit, I had Sophia Lillis, who's Bev in It. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good shot. Yeah. Sorry. And Smarf. <laughs> I had it because I think in the original show, I don't know. It's like when I... When I watch it, I don't feel any any way. Mm-hmm. But when I think of it, Snarf seems annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I need some something that's not going to be annoying. Mm-hmm. And I and I, when I think about it now, Alan Tudek would probably is a better option than my <laughs> option. But I had my options. So I got to go with it. Yeah. Was uh, uh, Peter Dinklage. Oh, nice. Okay. Because I thought I, I thought I'd want to, I'd want to hand of the king. <laughs> I want to, I want to change Snarf a bit. Yeah. I want him to be like have a bit more of a dry sense of humor. Because mm-hmm. the way he was, in, he was like, oh, nobody ever cares about Snarf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just be like, but I can just imagine like the way he is as Tyrion. Yeah, I know oh, every Snarf is Tyrion, and, just there with his alcohol, yeah. like pissed and just like. You're fucking That's up. What I'm yeah, you don't know what you're doing. Everyone's gonna die. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I drink and I know things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I want. I drink and I know I things. I drink milk and I know things. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Alex, who do you have? Uh right, for Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat, um, I actually went down a Stranger Things route. So I had uh Millie Bobby Brown. Um yeah. 
and Caleb McLaughlin, who was um, Lucas. Lucas, yeah. No, good, good shouts. Um, me, Bob Brown, I think she was going to be my second choice uh, for Ali Cat, definitely. Um, Snarf, any any thoughts? Um, did not cast, because I'm pretty sure in the reboot he doesn't talk, so that was my reboot. Yeah, <laughs> I think Sasha's kind of on that line, like, I'm not sure I want to talk to him. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, you know what it is? It's like, I'm not against him talking, because I, 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 but the thing is, it's hard to gauge whether it's my nostalgia telling me that it yeah. was a bad idea yeah because obviously other people felt maybe you shouldn't have talked to you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but you know it worked really well in that reboot where he didn't talk and yeah. just did his thing you know what i mean so maybe that would be the way to go mm-hmm. i've not really put thought into who would play him etc yeah, yeah. if, if i was to do it if i was to do it i'd get the original voice actor back to be fair mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, just like, just like um, Lino's dad, original, what's it? Original Lino, OG Lino. There's no other, there's no one else. There's no one else. <laughs> you should say that. <laughs> for me, for me, there's no one else. <laughs> um, so if we were, so if we were thinking about, um, so we, we can touch on that because depending on which um, incarnation we go. On the original cartoon, we had uh, Jaga. So he was like this mentor, warrior, master of the Thundercats kind of thing. Um, so for me, my initial first choice was the go-to, which would be Liam Neeson. Um, he just mentors everyone. Um, <laughs> but then my second one was like, actually, I w- maybe Ian McKellen. Um, so it was going to be one of those two for me. Um, because, you know, he's not going to be hanging around that long, I think, in the movie, if he is in it. Um, or if he's in it at all, or maybe they use him as like this like force ghost type thing in the movie. So um, those are the two I had. Um, Sasha, what about Jaga? Did you have anybody in mind for him? Yeah, you saw my top two choices. Nice. I also had a few more. I had Pierce Brosnan. I had Sean Bean. Um, and then that's all the token people that advise people and end up yeah. dead in a movie gone. So, say, sure. um, yeah. So. <laughs> and Jagger does die. He does exactly, die. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, fuck it. It's Sean Bean then. Just so that he can get another death scene yeah, no. for his family. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Alex, who did you have, uh, Jagger? Uh, so Liam Neeson was on my list as well. Um, and I had another Ian. I had Ian McShane. Ooh, I've only watched the first season of American Gods, but he's like, I think he plays Zeus in that. It's been a long time since I've watched Odin. And um, I just, oh oh, no, so yeah, sorry, it's Odin, yeah. And so I don't know, I just kind of thought, yeah, he could do something a little bit different. Nice. I should have said Sir Ian McKellen. Um, And uh, Neil, who do you have? I went totally different, Wes. I had three choices. I had um, Mark Strong. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, right. I had Sam Neill. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Right. And Mark Hamill. Ooh. Oh, okay. okay. I've got Mark Hamill for somebody else. Oh, I know who you got Mark Hamill for. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Because we'll I'm playing with that idea too. <laughs> um, okay. So, okay, if we went... Uh, if we went slightly different then, and um, we had the um, sort of like Lion-O, like Thundercats Lion-O's father um, in it instead. Um, I think, is it, is it Claudus? I think, yeah, yeah, Claudus, yeah. 
So who would you have as Claudius? Um, if you maybe it might be replace the other one for the other one. So you might have Liam Neeson and then Ian McKellen like playing respective roles. Or do you have anybody else in mind for Claudius at all? OG Lino, man. OG Lino. Is he alive? <laughs> yeah, he did the reboot cartoon. Oh, did he? Oh, okay. Fair yeah, enough. he did the re and he does a lot of anim animation still. So yeah, fucking get him as the voice. That's a good tip to the hat to the uh, to the fans and stuff. And that way you can have whenever Lino goes Thundercats, ho, you can like the rebooted cartoon when he when the actor says it, you hear his father's voice as well. And uh, in the sound mix, and then we've got that little throwback throughout the fucking movie. I'm in. <laughs> but that wouldn't be my sheer reason for doing so. I mean, obviously there are better actors actual actors that could make that a pivot, you know, like a pivotal yeah. role. Um, but the fanboy in me just overtook everything with that role. So unfortunately, I'll just nod and agree to all your choices because I'm pretty sure they're probably people I would have picked anyway because yeah. it looks like we're all on the same wavelength regardless here because yeah. everything's been kind of similar except for me going unknowns for yeah. the trio. So um, Larry Kenny was the original voice actor. He also did Jackal Man in the series as well. Um, but like, you're right. Um, he actually did uh, Cloudus in the reboot. Um, yep. And uh, he was actually did some voices. He did, and then he upped it again to ja uh, to Jaga in Thundercats Raw. So <laughs> he's played he's played all the incarnations basically. Lido, his father, and Wanga. <laughs> but um, okay, that's cool. So that's kind of the heroes. Did you guys have any other of the the hero side? That um, I know there's a few other characters who have we done as you may have done like um, like Pumra. Well, I wanna I wanna hear have I wanna hear Alex's. I want to hear Alex's Claudius, man, oh, because my, my he's, been, um, he's been itching to go, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> for me, like, you would need a king, right? You, the, only, yeah. the only voice that I always clap to for something of that sort of, um, that sort of grab says is Keith David. Nice. Did the, voice, did the voice of um, Spawn in the Spawn animated. Oh, really, really okay. But it's just, whenever, that voice just always, man, it's just like... Nice. Uh, Neil, did you have anyone for Claudius? Um... I didn't, but when I think about it more, I probably say, yeah, Liam Neeson probably be the guy. Yeah, I might have Liam Neeson as him, and then I'll have Sarah McKellen as uh, Jaga. Um, so, any more on the um, any more on the hero side? Did you guys have anybody yeah, else? I was thinking, have Have you guys done Panthro? No, no, oh no, no we, we still haven't done Panthro yet. Of course, yeah. So Panthro, um, two easy ones for me. I mean. There's a couple of others, but I've kind of used them for different characters. Um, so Panthro, I went quite classic with the Vin Diesel or Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, they're my top two for Panthro. They'll bring the star power to the to the series um, either way. Um, Neil, who do you have? I had I I had a list of four, but I I took one out, and Vin Diesel was the one that came out. Right. <laughs> so The Rock, yeah, so Dwayne Johnson. Uh, I also had Dave Batista. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Or uh, Terry Crews. Terry Crews, yeah. He, he almost made my cut as well. Yeah, it's a good shout. I like that. I like that. Um, Sasha, who do you have for Panthro? For Panthro, I too had Vin Diesel as my number one choice. Mm -hmm. Vink Rames was another one. Not for the physicality for the role, role for the mocap, but more for the voice. Yeah. Um, same with Dennis Habert. Mm-hmm. From 24. Yeah. And um, was there anyone else? No, that that was it. I didn't think Dwayne Johnson because I just felt Vin Diesel kind. To be honest, for me, it's Vin Diesel. Mm -hmm. But yeah. He's got the 
voice that is ne- needed. For yeah, him. yeah, he has. You didn't, and he's in that trailer, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's in the trailer. We've been wanting him since 2008. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why, yeah, he was he was on my list. Um, but a couple out of left field, I thought Wesley Snipes. Nice. Ooh, okay. Thinking Panthro, like I don't know, or I don't know. Wesley Snipes just came to mind for some reason. Um, Michael Jai White. Yes. Oh, or probably my top one um, is uh, Jamon Hansu, who is he's oh, been in Guardians yes. of the Galaxy. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Again, he's just got one of those sort of distinctive voices. And I just, yeah. You know, yeah. I think, I think with, this, with, this, with this film like this, especially if he's going to be mocap, you want to get the balance of the star power and the voice, don't you? Because it's, yeah. um, it's the names which are going to bring it on a marquee, which are going to get people through the doors and stuff like that. So Michael J. White, he was going to be one of my choices where I'm like, is that enough to bring people in? No, Vin Diesel, The Rock is going to get me more money if I'm making my movie. Do you know what I mean? So, but yeah, totally get where you're coming with that because I think the presence and again, the voice would have been spot on. Um, okay, so I think we're done with the heroes, aren't we? So um, let's uh, jump to the villains. Um, let's start with the the big bad, uh, Mumra. Um, this was tough for me because I, I had some great voice actors, but I preferred what I think they would sound like as other characters. And Mumra, I think, was quite a challenge for me. So if he was going to be so like, you know, we complete CGI and no mocap, I actually might just go Frank Weller um, mm. and just have that voice uh, for Mumra there. Um, otherwise, I was going to go for either Jeremy Irons, um, you know, based on his take on like Scar and, you know, he, he can play bad, um, or William Dafoe. Um, I thought he could be quite eccentric in that role kind of thing. So that's what I had from Mumra. So guys, thoughts on who and who do you have? Uh, okay, so the guy I had originally way, way, way back in the day when, when, yeah, way, way, way back in the day. He's passed, by the way, so we can't have him, but I'm going to put him out there. I always wanted Christopher Lee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like my number one guy, man. Otherwise, I'd say Ian McKellen trying to do a Christopher Lee mm-hmm. would be interesting. Don't, you know, get a Timothy Dalton because he's kind of dark, a Daniel Craig as well mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like having him completely go nuts with that role mm-hmm. kind of thing. Or um, the guy that played Zod, what's his name? Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Yeah. Oh, that's a really yeah. good shout. Yeah. So, you know, you just want someone that can bring in that intense, you know, that intensity to that kind of, because Monroe shouts a lot, you know yeah. what I mean? He shouts a lot, yeah. you know what I mean? And, um, you know, to be quite honest, you're right, it is a tough one because you're you're looking for a particular voice as well. Yeah, you are. So that's why I went with British guys kind of thing, doing the typical British bad guy thing. But Christopher Lee just had that voice, you know what I mean? You, you can, and he did a lot of evil parts. So I didn't have to say the other guy. I wouldn't just no, actually no, maybe not that guy. But um, no, yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I think you nailed it with Frank Weller. I'm sorry, Frank Walker. So yeah, um, guys, and anyone else got any ideas? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Neil's go-to guy of uh, Showtime Company. <laughs> Oh, you know what? It's wild. He's he's not my list. <laughs> he's always your bad guy now. He's, <laughs> he's in it, but not Mumra. <laughs> <laughs> not Mumra. 
was gonna say you had to come up at some point. Oh, of course, of course. The man can do anything. But no, mine mine was uh, Andy Circus. Okay. Yeah. He I was he was very close by picked him for somebody else. Yeah, I'm going for somebody yeah. else. Yeah, Andy Circus would be my mumra because I feel like he can play the kind of decrepit old Mumra. Mm-hmm. And then I mean like the dream, obviously, if we had full creative control, the dream is when he turns into, you know, Mumra final form. Mm-hmm. And he turns into that, then I'll just be like, slap, slap some mocap on the rock. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> we ain't going to find nobody that big. <laughs> yeah. move that drug. So I'll like, make that your your physical of physical form. Yeah. In, in form. But I'm like, nah, Andy Serkis definitely. Yeah, he was, he was very, very close to my choice because I kind of thought a little bit about um, Star Wars uh, and what he yeah. did with, um, where yeah, his Snoke. name is? Snoke. Because I've tried to figure no, you know what I was thinking of actually, right? I was actually thinking of him in um in Planet of the Apes. Yes, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah thinking of him in Planet of the Apes, right? Because he has to kind of speak in that <sighs> a gruff tone, yeah. Yeah, a gruff tone. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's one more fruit. Nice. nice. Um so talk about Andy Serkis, he was uh, my pick for Slythe. Um, same, yeah. same. <laughs> so I just, I just thought the movement, um, the speech, because he is so good at sort of like bringing, bringing Lips. to life these characters. Like you said, we're planning the apes, how we do with the apes. He could bring in that lizard, you know, kind of feel attached to it. And I was just like, yeah, I, I couldn't think of anybody else. And that, that's why, if I, I couldn't think of anybody else for Slide. So he had to stay it because otherwise I would have picked him for Mumra. So he was my so Sasha, you had the same. And yeah, I, I had the same. Yeah, same mate. Yeah. All right. So who do you have for Slide? Come on, rock our world now. I am gonna rock your Shot world. Shot on Copley. He's not. Do you know who I actually had? Danny McBride. <laughs> Danny McBride. Wow. I'm not fucking kidding. Danny McBride. I got it listed here, written down in front of me. Uh, I was like, Slife, Lizard, Danny McBride. See, you say your name and I can see it. You know, it's like, um, <laughs> that's really interesting. Uh, the thing is, I can't see Danny McBride any other thing than Danny McBride. Do you know what I mean? He just seems to. Do you know what it is? I think- the whole time. <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm thinking of Danny McBride and I'm thinking of him in This Is The End. Yes. <laughs> same time, I'm remembering his voice because he played like the, the leader of the wolves mm-hmm. in um, Kung Fu Panda 2. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So I'm remembering his voice separated from his body and mm-hmm. I'm remembering him as just an asshole in This Is The End. All right. Like, yeah. You're, you're my lizard, bro. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been more surprised at the uh, casting that we've done since. So that 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 that's blown me away. Um, okay, so Jackal Man, he was my Mark Hamill. So I had Mark Hamill down as Jackal Man. I just thought with the kind of characters he's played with, like Joker and Hobgoblin and all that kind of stuff, um, yeah. he, he could deliver that really well. Andy Serkis was close, but, but I was just like, he's done the ape thing. So, um, but yeah, Mark Hamill was my Jackal Man. Um, Sasha, who do you have? Yeah, Mark Hamill, man. At the same. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sasha and I could have made this movie, man. We're just like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex, who'd you have? Same. 
for, for the same for the oh, same reason. Damn. Oh damn! You just oh. kind of think that sort of hobgobliny kind of voice, and yeah, it's just yeah. Like, yeah, that's kind of quite... that hobgobliny kind of, and then just transition. Yeah. This is just too easy. Neil, who do you have? Shampoo. <laughs> that's where I'd stick. There it is. Okay, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you knew he was coming. You knew he was. Coming. I knew he was doing. I was doing. Uh, okay, so um, who else have we got? What about uh, Vulture Man? Did any of you have Vulture Man? No, no I had. Uh, I can't remember his name. Give me a second, guys. Um, so, so yeah, so Vulture Man. I had. Um, I just wanted something slightly different. Who's a talented voice actor? Um, Hank Azaria. Um, oh. yeah, does hundreds, you know, like 20, 30 different voices on The Simpsons or whatever it is. And I just thought, like, yeah, actually, I would just like to throw him in there and just, you know, let him have at it kind of thing. So, uh, so yeah, Hakazaria was that. Um, the other one I cast was, um, is it, is it, is it Monkeyan? Monkeyan? Yes, he's the one. Yeah. So for him, I went Winston Duke from yeah. Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's all I had for him. Um, who did you guys cast? I kind of had a... I, it's, that one's weird because I've, I've listed the character, mm-hmm. but I haven't listed the actor. Okay. And now I think, who did I have in my head? Get I'll get Green Goblin himself, William Dafoe. Yeah, nice, okay. I can see that. <laughs> Alex, did you have anyone for Monkin? I had uh, Ron Perlman for me. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. That's a good shout. No, um, once upon a time, Ron Perlman would have been my fan um, through. Ooh, interesting. I see that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so the last one I cast. Um, so well, we- hang on. It's mocap, so he could still be your fan He could still be. He could still be. Uh, Age is not a thing. Good. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not aged. It's just there are people better suited to the role. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so the other one that I had, and this is a character that really stuck out with me in the cartoon. I just thought he was such a badass. Was uh, Groon the Destroyer, and he's actually I'd have as the big bad in the first movie. Um, so I'd have Groon the Destroyer uh, rather than um, any of the others. And uh, for him, I had Idris Elba. Um, he's a cat, right? Yeah, yeah, he's like the cat with the one, the really, really like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and had Idris Elba for that. Um, I just thought he could be a big bad, uh, he's not only like with Sheer Khan and stuff like that. Um, and you know, he played the bad in like Foss, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, Fast and Furious, and stuff like that. And yeah, I think he could bring some real, real gravitas to that role. So, do any of you have anybody for Groon the Destroyer? Yeah, I just I would go with um, who they got for the reboot, which was Clancy Brown. Oh yeah. right, yeah, um, tons yeah. and tons of voice voiceover work as well as obviously on screen stuff. But again, he's just got one of those voices, and yeah, I think he did a pretty fantastic job. Really, in the reboot. really so, good choice. Yeah, just, yeah. just keep. Um, so those are all the characters I'd cast. Have you guys got any other characters that you kind of thought about and, and cast? Uh, oh, well, back to Groon, I would have picked Batista. Oh, but he, oh, okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, that's a good shout. Physic definitely bring the physicality and the mm. gruffness to that role. So, anybody else? Have you guys um, thought of anybody else um, to cast, or was that kind of thing we covered all the majors? Oh, 
Yeah. Well, it's really interesting that we had so many similarities, uh, like first and second mm. choices and stuff like that. Um, it's uh, maybe we've just been hanging around each other too long. I don't know. But... <laughs> no, I think what it is, is certain people. I think because like you know the four of, in my opinion, the four of us are. We all had our formative years growing up with Thundercats. Yes. And we're taking no that, you know, as Sasha said, we're taking that nostalgic memory of that show. But it's it's gone through the tunnel of of being people who could look at the the remake mm-hmm. with uh I want to say more mature eyes. Yeah. Because we remember yeah. the original, so we saw the remake and we saw, oh, this is what you've done with that. This is what you've done with that. And I think going through that particular tunnel has led us to the thing of, okay, so we need characters with depth, but with humor, with a, a certain gravitas to their voice and their personality and their aura. And I think you know, when you when you go through that kind of tunnel, you mm-hmm. come out the other side, and that's why most of our castings is the same. Yeah, no, it's a really good shout. Yeah, um, I think our casting is going to cost Warner Brothers a hell of a lot of money. Um, <laughs> so they're going to need a big budget for this movie. Uh, unless they go with Sasha. So if they go with some unknowns and then build the cast around it, they'll be good. They'll be like, actually, we're going to go with Sasha. We'll save some bucks. We'll save some bucks here. Uh, we've got to spend it on the technology. They owe the world right now. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the world's debt. <laughs> right. Uh, right. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna send this out to um, the director Adam Wingard, um, and he can you know take all our ideas and uh, you know adjust his script accordingly. Um, so that's it for today's episode. Um, so thank you very much for listening, um, guys. Where can we catch you on social media, Neil? Uh, you can find me on the Neil Coppin uh, on Instagram and Sasha. Sashman Free on Twitter. And Alex. At Lex underscore Damon on Instagram. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter um, at Ken and Talks Film. Um, same for Instagram as well. Um, you can catch all our episodes on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Basically, we're everywhere. Anywhere you can find a, a podcast, we're there. Um, please leave a comment. Uh, let us know what you thought. Uh, give us um, your ideas of who you cast in there. You know, did we get anything really wrong? Or were we spot on? Are you thinking the same as us? And uh, please like, subscribe, share. Um, the fact that if you're still listening to this, it means you like it. So please share. Um, and that's it. So thank you very much. And until next time, Thundercats Ho! <laughs> Peace. Oh.